welcome, 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 and welcome back to Off the Cuff, the podcast where two best friends talk everything about our favorite sports and esports topic from the past week. My name is JT, and joining me as per usual is my best friend and co-host, Highlander. Highlander, how's it going? Uh, you know, it's going good. Uh, good. How's it going for you? It's good. It's good. How's your week been? Uh, busy. Uh, busy. You? It's been nice. It's been nice. Got done uh, house sitting for some friends, and uh, so been able to wind down from that and just worry about our own house this week. So Love it's been that. nice. It's been nice. Yeah, yeah. But uh, before we get into the show, it's time for Highlander's quick quiz once again. Everybody, ready. be ready. All right. So if you guys will remember last week. Highlander got his second question correct, and he's up to 300 points. So now, let's spin the wheel and see if he can do it again. What's he got? NHL for 100. This man keeps getting lucky. You understand? This is the one I'm going to mess up on. I guarantee This man keeps getting lucky. No, I'm telling you. This is the one that's going to mess me up. You watch. I don't think so. I don't think so. NHL, NHL for 100? I... It was so close to NHL for 500 or whatever that was. It was so close to NFL for 400. Oh, man. Uh, You're so lucky. You're so lucky. I'm but, telling you, NHL, that's going to be the one that hurts me. NHL 100. Here we go. Oh, no. Who is the greatest player ever? To wear the number 99. Okay. Wayne Gretzky. Well, he didn't even need it. Wayne Gretzky is the answer. And there it goes. Highlander for another 100 points. He's up to 400 points. 400 points. This is is too easy. GG, go next. (laughs) Can I get a round of applause, please? Yeah, pretty much. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) That's very nice. That's very nice. Well, with that anticlimactic Highlander's quick quiz out of the way... Um, yeah, I guess there's nothing really left to do but go into the NFL segment of the show. I told you those 100 points were easy. Uh, listen, I think it was going to be that easy. Well, that I, was, um... 100 points are for literal fifth graders. Not, yeah, not, but here's the thing. I meant five-year-olds. It, baseball is going to be the one where I won't get it right. I'll tell you, I, I won't get a single mm. baseball one right. I... I'm pretty sure it's something like, what does it call when the ball goes outside the line? I'm pretty sure that's what it is or something like that. It's something along uh, that line. What What is a foul? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if that is actually it, I'll be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the one it. who you set up these questions. I don't think that's it. I think that's just that was just what I said, like as a as an ex- explanation for the hundred points. So mm-hmm. I can't wait. You, I mean, you're getting all these low ones off the table right now, so yeah, you're, you're here's, bound. Here's the problem with that. Yeah. So I'm getting all the easy ones out of the way immediately, mm. which means I'm going to be set up for failure the rest of the time because all that's going to be left is all the hard ones. I mean, the wheel doesn't lie. Yeah, well, you know what? They're just warming me up before they really throw me into death. That's true. That's true. Well, anyway, Highlander. What do we have for the NFL segment? I have something, but I want to save it for the end. Oh, so I don't think okay. you have it. And it's not really anything to do with the actual league. So, I'm Oh, just, okay. You're, you're, okay. A little, you're a little intrigued. You're a little intrigued. 
Uh, a little bit, yeah. But we're going to start off with some breaking news. Mm-hmm. As the Detroit Lions, I must say Tryons, that's a mm. um, good start. The Detroit Lions are trading cornerback Jeff Okuda to the Falcons mm. for a 2023 fifth round pick. Really? Uh, Jeff Okuda was a number three pick just a couple years ago. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about this trade. Hmm. What they get in return for him? A fifth round pick. Oh, wow! When just just like three year, three or four years ago, mm-hmm. he was just a third overall pick. Mm. And now they're giving the the Falcons another good defensive player. Yeah, the Falcons now have Jesse Bates, mm. who came from uh, you know, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have. I know they picked up Clayus Campbell, I believe, as well, which mm-hmm. is a good, a good defensive lineman. And now they just traded for Jeff Okuda. Mm. So, I mean, this, this Falcons team is building up a nice defensive front going into this next season. Yeah. Yeah, they I, are. I think the Falcons would be a team that you might want to kind of keep an eye on. True, which is not something you would normally say. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I mean, again, though, I feel like that division... That whole division is going to be so. I I don't know whether it's going to be an exciting division, or if it's just going to be a sad division. Yeah, that's kind of where um, that's kind of where that NFC South is at at this moment. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I think the Panthers are going to be a team that's going to surprise a lot of people. Um, obviously with uh, the fact they got Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen. Um, DJ Shark, mm-hmm. and they're getting the number one overall quarterback as well. Yeah, that team could be exciting. Could be. Uh, speaking of which, you know, sticking on that, mm-hmm. the uh, Panthers have just hosted Bryce Young uh, over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes. He'll be, he'll be visiting Houston next week. Yeah, but as of right now, it's looking like Frank Reich and those. Uh, Carolina Panthers might be going for Bryce Young with the number one overall pick. Again, I think it would be a smart choice taking Bryce Young. Yeah, it would be. I mean, Bryce Young, in my opinion, is uh, Tua and Jalen Hurts mixed together. Mm-hmm. I think that Panthers team would turn around really quickly. I mean, look what Tua's done in Miami. Oh, look yeah. what Jalen's done in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alabama just produces good players. It, yeah, I mean, even, it, even no, Mac yeah. Jones. Like, Mac Jones, even though, I mean, the Patriots kind of seem, they don't know what to do with him. Yeah. But I would not say Mac Jones is a terrible quarterback. No. Um, another big news signing that happened is uh, OBJ signed a one-year deal worth up to $18 million with the Ravens. Hmm. Uh, I think that's the Ravens' attempt to try to keep uh, Lamar. Lamar, yeah. The problem I have with this is ego. Mm. Mm-hmm. We all know how Odell is. He wants to be the star. Yeah. So my thing on this is if Odell does stay there, um, if Odell does stay, or not Odell, Lamar, I mean. Yeah. If Lamar stays there, will Lamar pass it more or is he going to run 
and make Odell get mad. Mm. I think he'll continue to play how he wants to play because, you know, I mean, it's that's Lamar. just the way Lamar is. Yeah. He yeah. Just, he does his own thing. And, uh, you know, to heck with anybody else. I'm the best. Exactly. So, and I think that's going to get Odell. I think there could be drama in the season with that. Oh, for sure. That's the thing that's really, um, whatchamacallit, that I'm really curious on seeing mm-hmm. going down the line. Um, we also have that the Bucks linebacker, Devin White, recently requested a trade. Mm. Um, as of right now, the team does not intend to move him. Uh, White is on the last year of his rookie contract, though. Mm, okay. So that's kind of interesting to see that he wants... Uh, I mean, they just lost Brady. Yeah. I think he's starting to realize that... Um, what should we call it? It's going to be some he years just, of struggle. Yeah. I don't think he's ready for that. Even though they did just get Baker Mayfield. So, I mean... True. I don't know if it will be years of struggle. It all depends on how Baker works in their system. We we saw a completely, we saw two yeah. completely different Baker Mayfields last season. Well, I mean, one was a team that had no targets. Yeah. Okay. The which I mean, the Panthers are better this year, right? And I think Baker on the Panthers this year would have been different looking. Yeah, probably. And then Baker on the Rams, who actually had targets. I mean, look, the first day after arriving in um, L.A., he literally arrived there in the morning. Mm-hmm. Later that night. He had to play. He come into play and had a comeback victory for them. Right. That man, he, he has potential and he has talent around him in Tampa. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Um, I'm trying to think of what other. I think they just got. I think they have a new tight end this year because I think they got rid of their tight end from last year. Mm. I don't really know that one, but they still have targets around them. To where I'm like, can they win the division? Right. Yes. Will they? I don't know, because I think the division's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Um, other than that, you know, the draft begins Thursday, April 27th in Kansas mm-hmm. City and will last uh, till Saturday, April 29th. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like so a far be... away. That sounds far away, but like... We Only a couple just, weeks. Yeah, we were just talking about like a couple episodes ago. It feels like a couple episodes ago, but it was actually four episodes ago now about, you know, the RLCS winter major, which you know, that's coming up later. But, um, and then that happened and it was already done. So like, I mean, yeah, it'll fine. be here before you know it. Here before you know it. But that's why I said the time is flying by. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then, yeah, I mean, besides that, there's not really many more signing news really with that. Cause again, I mean, the, tra- the Okuda trade was shocking to me because I think there'd be any more trades until the draft because that's usually when you start seeing trades really ramp up again is during the during the draft. Yeah. Um, also, I'm gonna throw this out here because I just this is something that's a little winger here. I don't I don't know if the Jets are getting Rodgers. No, the fact that the Rodgers thing has not happened yet. Right, it's taking this long. It's really starting to get to a point where I'm starting to think that that's not gonna happen. Right. And I think I think at this point Zach Wilson should be getting prepared to be the number one guy going into next season. I would say so. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like he hasn't deserved the job either. I mean, he did pretty well last season before he got injured. So I mean, there really isn't. There's there's no reason for him to not have the job. The whole like rumor thing of why they wanted him off was because he couldn't. Uh, he wasn't hitting. I think it was Elijah Moore. He wasn't really hitting with. 
But they just yeah. traded Elijah Moore, didn't they? Um, I don't know. I think Elijah Moore was one that they just traded not that long ago. Elijah it Moore. Just, let me try to confirm that. Yep, Cleveland Browns. Yep. 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 And like, there was a lot of things where people were saying that Zach Wilson kept missing him being wide open. Well, mm. the drama there is gone because the Jets traded Elijah Moore. Right. Which is so shocking to me that they traded a young receiver who's talented like that. But, you know, I guess Rodgers is that important to them. No. I guess not. But, I mean, Rodgers still has, you know, he's still a very talented quarterback. Like, no one's... Uh, uh, don't, uh, yeah, yeah, I won't I'm take not going to say that. But at the same time, I, I just don't know if his heart is in it anymore. You know, like, like, is his fire in it? Like, he's been on the Jets for so, so long. Like, it, would, just, it would feel... Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> for so long and um it it would just feel weird it's, it's almost like when brady moved like it just feels weird and i mean like brady obviously went and led that team to a championship his first year but like i don't know brady versus rogers they're very similar in ways but rogers i don't know it just it just feels like he doesn't have that mental fortitude that brady has and still has i mean brady's just delusional and so like rogers isn't that delusional to me like he just seems like a normal guy and uh I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to throw strays at Tom Brady, but uh whenever I can get yeah, in like, there. You see, like I, I I have to agree where I'm like you look at Brady and you look at Rodgers. You can yep. compare both of them very easily. Because mm-hmm. they both are the veterans in the league right now. Yeah. Brady talks a big game, but the thing about it is Brady also he does it. He gets to that level and he yeah. takes them to the, that championship. Yeah. Rodgers, for many years now, has choked mm-hmm. and the big moments multiple times. Yeah. To where it's like, yes, Rodgers is good, but right now he's starting to seem like he's more of a regular season player mm-hmm. more than a playoff like person. Right, right. He also doesn't like, he doesn't draw other players to him as Brady does. You know, like Brady is yeah. sort of like the LeBron of of NFL. I mean, like some people mm. say he's better than the LeBron, which I would agree. But like it, it, in terms of his notoriety and like, especially because I just saw a video recently that was shared of when they were going up against the 49ers, I think. And like every single player on the 49ers came up to Brady at the end and was just like, yo, man, can I get a picture? Can I get a, like, can I oh, get, yeah. you know, can I get a, a signature? Uh, like big, I'm a huge fan, huge fan, and I mean, I bet that happens to Rogers too. But like, you know, Brady with the aura of the greatest of all time around mm. him, like that just that brings people in. And it's sad that Rogers is sort of living in his shadow because of that. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's just it's not going to get any better. I mean, just because Brady retires, like Brady played for so long, like Rogers, you're mm. also old, and like that's the thing. Yeah, so it's it's, I, it's sad. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like the Jets isn't the answer either for him to go and try to be a Tom Brady. Right, so I feel like in they're... his mindset here, he's thinking, I go to a new team, Brady's not in the league anymore, mm-hmm. I can finally shine and be that veteran guy. But what does the what do the Jets really have to make exactly. him that guy? Yeah. And how long term are you thinking? Like are you thinking of a three year deal? Two year like how many more years do you have, Rogers? Like, 
how like honestly, how many more years do you have? Like I feel like this could be his last season. I feel like any mm-hmm. of these last couple seasons could have been his last season, and no one yep. would have been surprised. And he doesn't care. Like right, right. He just like he makes jokes out of it now, where like he'll wait till last minute to be like, oh yeah, I'm not retiring. Uh-huh. Right, right. Just and like it's like Favre. I'm like I don't understand. Like, do you have? Do you have it in you to play? Right. Or are you just doing this now because you're like, it's a paycheck? Yeah, it's a paycheck. It's what he's known his entire life. Like, I bet even like the going away from the game of football is scary. I mean, like people mm. have said that so many times, you know, it's your entire life. Like from when you're like five till now mm. when you're 35, like it's all you know. And I bet Rogers will be fine. I mean, he like I said, oh, he yeah. seems like he has a very cool, mild head on his shoulders. Like Plus, he'll be yeah, fine. He does- he has his own thing that he does outside of football. Does he? Okay, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's because he has something that he does. I know that like that's why during the off seasons he usually just vanishes. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what he does? I mean, there was this one ex that said he didn't shower for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I right. mean, and I mean, I I kind of the way Rogers is, I actually kind of believe that. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that he went on some sort yeah. of like hippie kick yeah <laughs> rogers does seem like he's the kind of hippie kind of person yeah yeah let's try it out for a while you know yeah but. you know what didn't work for him you know he tried something else <laughs> yeah yeah but uh is that yeah, is that all you for have me, for me that's all that's also the nfl news i got okay okay well this week. i just saw this this morning um and it's like i said it's not connected to the nfl nowadays anyway okay, um, i'm ready so um dwayne haskins his wife mm. is fi- is filing a lawsuit allegedly, um, and so Dwayne Haskins, you know, for people who don't, Tyler, can you tell talk a little bit about Dwayne Haskins? Like, like was he a first year guy? I I'm fuzzy on the details um, of him exactly. I know Dwayne Haskins was one of those Ohio State yeah. uh, quarterbacks who had a pretty good, I think, a pretty good career at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, got drafted by the Washington. Uh, football team. Actually, no, they're the, I think they were still the Redskins at that time. Right. When they drafted him. Um, hold on. I want to. I just want to make sure I get my my stuff. Your facts correct. Um, yeah. He was he was fifteenth overall in the twenty nineteen draft. Mm-hmm. So they had a lot of lot of hope for him. Um, he ended up having a very bad season. Yeah. In which, this is one of those times that is. I've never seen this before where a top 15 quarterback after one season was dropped. Mm-hmm. Like after his rookie season, Washington just dropped him. Yeah. And then he kind of then went to like, I think he went to Pittsburgh yep. and being like a Pittsburgh backup for a bit. And then I remember that he went to, I think it was Miami. Mm-hmm. Remember correctly to do some kind of party thing. Yep. He was like partying down there. And apparently he was crossing the street when he got hit by a vehicle, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's where I'll I'll pick it up. He was he was partying, um, on that faithful night all a year ago now. It was pretty much a year ago, April 9th of twenty twenty two. Um, and so he was partying. He had a blood alcohol content of point two four, which is just absurd. Um, yep. And so his wife. And those who are filing the lawsuit are saying that he was drugged on the night of his death oh. in an alleged blackmail and robbery conspiracy. Uh, apparently, oh. his his expensive watch was missing 
as you know after he after he died so like there's oh. the robbery part but um <clears throat> so this lawsuit is is attacking like four individuals two restaurants a golf driving range and a hotel uh as defendants connected to the alleged conspiracy and honestly i mean like seeing that i saw this on twitter and like everyone was just blaming this this woman uh his wife for filing this lawsuit because i mean as you as you say i mean he was partying he was very drunk they found ketamine in his system and so like he had a lot um yeah so he, he was hit by a garbage truck i believe um and so there there's fuzzy fuzzy stories of him just crossing the street and not making it before he gets hit or of him just darting onto the street randomly and getting hit so I don't exactly know what's happening, but uh, so they say that it's believed that he was targeted and drugged as part of a blackmail and robbery robbery conspiracy. Now, is that possible? Yes, but 100%. to wait a year later to do this, like I mean, people are flaming, you know, the wife because they're saying like, you know, she's running out of money. You know, this is just trying to get yeah. this cash grab. You know, trying to you know cling on to his his money. I mean, as long as possible, which is, which is possible, but at the same time, you know, grief is a real thing, and yeah. like, it doesn't just take you a minute to get over the loss of your sometimes, husband. Sometimes you want to. I mean, revenge is kind of the wrong word here, right? But uh, you kind of want someone to pay, mm-hmm. kind of a thing, right? And I feel like that's where she's at right now, where she's like, "I've lost my husband." Someone has to pay for this, right? And yeah, that's gotta be she's the more on this crazy conspiracy thing that she's got going on. That's gotta be the most frustrating thing for her because, like, there's absolutely nothing that she can do, or so she thinks before this, you know, before this lawsuit comes out. And like, you know, lawsuits don't aren't free either. So I mean, like, she's definitely spending money for this lawsuit, and she must believe in it. And it's just it's so sad because you know. On one end, could this be a cash grab? Yes. On the other hand, is this probably just a grieving widow who's just trying to cling on to anything she can to explain the death of her husband? Probably. Yeah. You know, she and wants answers. Exactly. She wants answers. And especially if someone spins her this yarn of this conspiracy and like, you know, all, she's going to believe it. Because why wouldn't she? You know, I mean, why wouldn't she? Especially because his watch was stolen. Like, why wouldn't she believe that this was some something more sinister? And yeah. um, yeah, so here we well, right, right here, ketamine the watch, and the watch could have been stolen earlier, at a t- like an earlier time during the night. That's the crazy thing about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he tested positive for ketamine and norketamine drugs that are used by medical professionals as anesthetics, but they also they also have been known to be used recreationally. So, could he have been drugged? Yeah, I probably think he he just had a crazy night. Yeah, and here's, here's the thing: is he was in Miami. Yep. And Miami, Miami is known for their drug culture down there. So when you look at that, I mean, again, I would like to then say that the, the wife has something going. Right. But I hate to say it, but I think that it's going to be one of those situations where he just got too wild. Yeah. And he went I mean, too crazy. Even in the courtroom, this is going to be such a hard case to prove. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like... W- you would know. need so many people to say that they saw some suspicious things happening, yeah. and you're not going to have that. You're just yeah. not. You're not. Right, right. So, 
All Sad. This, it, all this is going to do is going to cause more pain. Yeah. Oh, for sure. More. Yeah. Prolonged suffering, more pain, and uh, yeah, it's just a sad situation. So that's what I have. Um, it's kind of, kind of a bummer to end <laughs> end on that, but uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. That's the news. We're just reporting it. Um, and yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know when any of this is supposed to happen. That it was filed last month. Um, so who knows when it's going to get picked up where it's going to be, if it's even going to be, you know, yeah, talked about that further. much. Just, the good shot that this is gets canceled immediately. Like it might. Yeah. It might. I mean, she might, some small she might take this, she might take this to a lawyer and a lawyer's going to tell her, no, nah, I don't know. This is a good idea. Well, no, I mean, they already filed it. So, I mean, it, it's, oh, well, never mind. it's in the, the lawyers. Works. Yeah. It, it's know, filed, but I'm just, I'm not sure exactly <sighs> because it's a big name, you know, and a yeah. quarterback. I mean, like, is it going to be picked up? Is it going to be investigated? I mean, I hope it's investigated at the very least. I mean, you know, this kind of reminds me of probably already investigated it, but in a weird way what? with this whole like going with the conspiracy thing. Yeah, this goes back to like years, one years ago before the draft, when that um, one Hawaiian linebacker supposedly had a girlfriend that passed away, and then it came out that like that whole thing was a farce oh. just for him to get publicity. Oh yeah, it was that was a crazy situation where he was going to be a top pick in the NFL draft. Hmm. Then someone found out that the girl that he supposedly was dating that died didn't actually didn't actually ever exist. Oh wow! It was just a made up story just to make him like popular kind of thing. And I'm like, I I feel like this whole conspiracy of he was drugged for robbery is just yeah. It's, it's gonna go. It's, it's gonna put like it's gonna put Dwayne Haskins' name in bad light. Oh for sure, because I mean like, what kind of people must he have been associating with? to even be at risk mm-hmm. of this you know like that's that's like mob stuff you know like gambling mob bosses like that kind of that, that's what this reminds me of of course it, exactly. it could not be that but I, I don't know it's just it just yeah it's i honestly whole, forgot that yeah. Dwayne haskins existed until now <laughs> and so uh yeah to be brought with this being like oh yeah Dwayne haskins was a guy yeah, it's just out of nowhere yeah and then just like oh yeah, this is this is messy and sad and just mm. a bummer. So, yeah, that's it for the NFL segment. Then you know what time it is? Ooh, it's time for the NBA, baby. It is. The NBA is finally getting exciting. Is uh, it? It is, yes, because all the games are over and the playoffs oh. are cemented. <laughs> And uh, yeah, actually, the first play-in games are happening right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, it's end of quarter one, I just seen. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, Atlanta's winning. Yeah, Atlanta versus Miami. And uh, yes, that play-in game is going on right now. And that's Fantastic. very exciting. Um, so yeah, uh, just pop over to the uh, the bracket, the play-in tournament bracket. And right, uh, what we have here are the cemented, uh, you know, teams in in the bracket so we have the heat and the hawks like we just said are playing right now we might need a little, might need a little zoom in here my little oh, little zoom in that's a good call it's a good call just just, just a little a little how about that one how's that, is that pretty uh, good? oh that is fantastic thank you cool cool uh yeah so heat and hawks are playing right now um that's that's happening um no, and then tonight we have lakers timberwolves i believe um and then coming in the nine and ten spots for both 
uh, conferences. We got Raptors versus the Bulls. We have the Pelicans versus the Thunder. And uh, OKC made it. OKC did make it. They actually kicked out. Yeah. Uh, they kicked out Dallas. They kicked out <laughs> Dallas. Wow. So the Mavericks did not make it for the first time in Luka Doncic's career, I believe. Uh, Luka Doncic is not in the playoffs. I can't believe that. I want to say a couple weeks ago, I literally said I can't believe OKC is not going to be in the playoffs. Yep. And you know, OKC took that personally, apparently. Yeah, pretty much. Shea Gildas Alexander said, let me put this team on my back and let's get there. But uh, yeah, so Dallas is out and there's a lot of talk about their offseason already. Um, you know, like I said last week, Kyrie not wanting to stay. Um, and apparently there yep. was rumors about Luca not wanting to stay either, but he debunked oh. those. He debunked those. Okay. He said, I'm very happy in Dallas. And uh, I mean, one analyst called him a Carmelo Anthony type of just being out of shape and not really that focused on oh. the goal anymore, just kind of enjoying his role as the guy. And uh, I don't know if that's true. I mean, he finished second in overall scoring this season. He had MVP, like, he had an MVP like season. But at the same time, I mean, if you're having that great of a season and you're not bringing up people around you, I mean, it's kind of like LeBron, uh, you know, on the Cavs. But later on in the season, you know, you get Kyrie. You think that things would start to trend in your in your favor, but they did not. So uh, that's that's going to be an interesting story to keep in our eyes on. Yeah, follow on the offseason, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, so NBA is here. Well, NBA playoffs is here. NBA was always here. But uh, the playoffs are here. I'm excited. And, you know, like I said, beat Hawks. My Hawks made it to the eighth spot. So I'm happy about that. We get at least two bites at the apple. Of the, and as of, of right now, Hawks are pulling the upset after quarter one. Okay, okay. Hit, hit us with the score right now. Uh, hold on. Let me uh, unfold screen this. And um, it, right now, actually, the start of the second quarter, it's 40-27 to 27 Atlanta Ooh. right now. Okay, okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. Especially yeah, against the hot Heat team as of late. So Atlanta is they they want it. Yeah, yeah. So Trey Young and the boys they want it. I mean, sad part about it is that either team that makes it into the playoffs, you you get the Celtics matchup or you get a Bucks match matchup. So it's a it's a sad uh, it's a sad opponent to go against. But uh, yeah. So and then on the other side, Pelicans, Thunder, Lakers, Timberwolves. Either of those teams will be facing a first matchup against oh, yeah. the Nuggets. Or we'll be facing a first matchup against the Grizzlies. And I just uh, realized that. Yeah, so the Hawks win this. They're going straight to the Celtics. Straight to the Celtics. Yeah. Straight well, to the Celtics. The Hawks it's been fun seeing the Hawks, <laughs> but it's not gonna last long. I don't I don't know about that because I feel like if any team well, not any team, but I feel like if any of these top high seeded teams are vulnerable, I would say it's the Celtics. I don't know why. Obviously they're second for a reason, but and I haven't watched a lot of Celtics games this year, or like any, I'll be honest. But um, I don't know. It just doesn't seem to me like they're that cohesive of a group. I don't. I don't know. Like like the Seventy Sixers. Yeah, I mean, maybe not as cohesive of a group either. The Cavaliers, like I said earlier, shocked me just because of uh, how well they're doing. Uh, you know, post anything LeBron in the past twenty years. Um, but I don't know. The Celtics just seem vulnerable to me. Like like they could they could be upset worthy you know okay. and, uh, my, my nose is itching already. but um i don't know i don't know why i think that i just do i just do um you like know. comparing the two second seeds grizzlies versus celtics 
you know, I, I feel very strongly about the Grizzlies over the Celtics against whoever they play, you know? So I, I don't, you know, like I said, I don't know why I have that. Uh, I don't know why I have that, but. I'm still, I'm just curious to see if Philadelphia, if the 76ers will follow the Philadelphia trend. And maybe. Make it to the finals. Maybe. But again, like I said, so far, what was it? Three different sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philadelphia has made it to the finals, losing all three. Yep. Being the first team city to make it to three different finals and lose every single one, that's besides the point. <laughs> that's, that's going on in the history books. I mean, There's at least I'm not to worry about that because the, uh, the Flyers... They're out. Oh, they, uh, they stunk this season. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's really... All I have for the NBA, I mean, just an update on that. It's playoff time, baby. Um, oh, I did see Timberwolves are currently without, I believe it's Rudy Gobert. So Rudy Gobert recently in his one of the last games, I think just the last game, took a shot at his teammate. Uh, Kyle Anderson. Yes, yes. And uh, so yeah, he took a swing at him. In, in the huddle, and so he's been sit for this game. But funny enough, if they make it past this game, then he's going to be brought back, as if nothing happened. So I don't know. I think their teammate, I mean, I think their chemistry is, is shot. <laughs> I don't know. I, if they somehow win against the Lakers, I feel like they're not going to continue far. Um, I would yeah, like no. to see the Lakers continue further, actually. I, I would like to see them face the Grizzlies. I think that'd be a good matchup for them. Um, I mean, you know, LeBron and AD is it's always a scary matchup regardless mm. of of how well they did or did not do in the regular season. So um yeah, it's really all I had. Did, were you going to say something? No. No. Okay, I thought you were. But I was uh, observing the uh the bracket. Yes. With the with the NBA under wraps, Highlander, what's happening in the NHL? Playoffs are not quite uh, here yet for the NHL, yeah. but NHL uh, the playoffs should be soon next week. Actually, a, pre- a week from today, because I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, I seen that they say that they said that the playoffs are starting the 18th, which is literally a week from today. Mm. So that's exciting. Excellent. So two teams we, have like one game left. Uh, there's about some teams have two, some teams have one, other teams have three. Okay. So yeah, the, we're we're nearing the end of it. Uh, on the east side, there's only two spots remaining. On the west side, there's only one spot remaining to, uh, for grabs. Mm. Uh, which, if I remember correctly, let me go on my notes here. I was a good boy. I did my notes. Yeah. Um, the Florida Panthers in the east can clinch tonight with a Ooh. win. Okay. And the Winnipeg Jets can clinch the last spot. In the West, with a win tonight as well. With a win, okay. Uh, let's have a look at what's going on here. Uh, I know I said Florida Panthers. Uh, they play... Oh, Winnipeg's winning one nothing in the first period. So Winnipeg playing the Minnesota. Yeah. So Winnipeg so far is winning, doing the thing they need to do. Um, what was it pass, their team? Did I pass the Florida Panthers, or am I just... Panthers... I think the Panthers play tomorrow, then. Yeah, they, don't, they, play don't, they don't play tonight. They don't play tomorrow, either. What? Uh, hey? When do they play? The 13th. Oh, yep, what? 13th. I was going to point out that 
literally I looked at the news thing on the headlines and it said Jets and Panthers can clinch tonight. <laughs> you oh, tend wait. to get you tend to get screwed over by these uh You news. know what it is? What? If someone else loses? Is that what I think it is? Pittsburgh plays tonight. So I guarantee you if Pittsburgh loses tonight, they clinch. That's probably what it is. Because Pittsburgh yeah. is a this is game number eighty one for them. Yeah. They, that's what uh, it is. They're, they're tied 0-0 right now. End of the first. Yeah, Penguins. that's what it is. I guarantee you, it's if Pittsburgh loses, mm-hmm. Florida clinches the, the, the spot. Yep, yep. All right, well, there we go. Look at that. We solved it. We Boston's solved on a power play. Speaking of Boston, uh, just a couple nights ago, they broke the wins record. So props to Boston for that. I'm pretty sure, if I'm correct here, Boston is only one win away from breaking the points record as well. So Boston's having the season of a lifetime as they are now up to a six-game winning streak. That reminds me. I need to do this for the Boston boys. Yep. I'll allow it. I hope. I hope. Uh, I hope this. Did you guys hear that? They might not because it's played to no, me. They didn't. Yeah. Hmm. Hold on. Hold it was on. golf claps. Don't worry. I think they wait, can wait, hear it if maybe, I do it. Maybe they can do it now. Yeah, oh, there it oh, is. Oh. There's the golf claps. They definitely hear it when I do it. That's the good news. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like this is something you don't want to see going into the playoffs. No, Carolina's lost three straight so far. Unless Tampa's they're just resting their straight. players. Yeah, I mean a lot of teams are somewhat resting their goalies. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, yeah, I get it. I mean, as I said before. Philadelphia is not looking too hot this season. They're on a six-game losing streak. Right. Um, Edmonton's on a seven-game winning streak. That's insane to me. They're not. The West. Colorado's in third now, I just noticed. Mm-hmm. Colorado at one point was down here. Yeah, they were like six or seven. Now they're in the top three. Dallas is on a four-game win streak. You know what? Every single team that's in the... Uh, Playoffs here on the west side is on a winning streak. They're on win streaks. They love that's it. something you don't want to see. No, well, maybe until they face the Bruins. I mean, I'm just hoping that the Bruins don't let this get in their head. True. The whole, you know, record wins, possible record points. Yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, this just reminds me of uh, the last time Red Sox won won it all. We set records for wins, mm-hmm. and uh, oh. we, we we got it done. So maybe it's just a Boston mentality of when you set records, you win. Maybe, I don't know. maybe, or they're gonna do what Tampa did last time. Tampa tied this record, true, just a couple years ago, and just get four out right off the rip. Because as of right now, Boston's either gonna play the Islanders or mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, right. As of right now. And both those games aren't easy wins for Boston. I mean, it seems like it on paper. I'd rather Pittsburgh. Would you? You'd rather face Malkin and Crosby. Sure. And a lot of veteran championship players. Yes. Over the Islanders who have, I think, a bunch of young kids, really? Young kids are cracked. I mean, they're insane. Yeah. They're fast. They're agile. No playoff experience. True. Here's the thing. 
one thing that has always stopped speed is physicality. That's true. And that's what Boston has. True. And that's also why I feel like there's no team here that can really top Boston. Right. Because I feel like Boston will always be the most physical team. Because that's how that's how Boston drafts. That's how that's just the Boston Bruin. That's that's just their that's the Bruin way. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't I don't think I've seen the Bruins ever just take someone who is a speedy guy who's not known for hitting. Right. They like to take they like to take those two way forwards who are good at scoring and doing that kind of stuff, but also they can lay a hit on a, on a defensive player if they need to. Yeah. That's what makes Boston so dangerous and why Boston's always been which is funny because that's what Philadelphia used to be as well. Mm-hmm. And now Philadelphia lost that and look where they're at. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. But yeah, that's that. That's basically all the NHL news. Well, you know what that means. I know what that means. We're hopping right into baseball. Yes. Which I just want to point out, you know, I'm going to say one thing right now. Hmm? My grandmother, very happy, very happy lady right now. Yeah. She's a Rays fan. Of They're ten and zero. Yep, they she's, are. She's, she's loving it. Yep, that is actually the very first thing that I have. Up, oh, look at that up here. So yes, uh, the Rays are indeed ten and zero after a very very strong outing. Uh, very very strong initial outing. Uh, first ten games. I think it set a franchise record, at least for the very. You know, near future. I don't think it was like all time record, but in the past couple, in the past long while, the Rays have not gotten off to a start like this in a long, long time. It's looking like they're going to be going 11 0. Yep. Yep. Looks like it. Six to one right now, bottom of the seventh. So that's not good for my Red Sox. Sitting at five and five. This this Rays team. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I saw, um, I was trying to find this before we jumped to this segment. Um, it was a picture of the divisions and it hmm. was uh, their record as a whole. Okay. And so the, the AL East was uh, like 30 and 16. And I was like, well, if you take the Rays out of there, then we're 20 and 16. So that's not very good. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. so the Rays are single-handedly carrying our division right now. <laughs> and uh, It's embarrassing because we're both fans of teams in that division. We are. We are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's great. It's great. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, so obviously the first power rankings that come out for, or maybe the first, but you know, I call this the first since we're only 10 games in or so. Um, you got the Rays there. You get the Braves. Braves. Then Dodgers, Yankees, Braves. Padres, Astros, Blue Jays. Your nice. Blue Jays make seventh. That's pretty I nice. don't know how. Yeah. They've looked terrible the last couple of games. <laughs> yeah. Followed by the Brewers, the Mets, and then the Twins of all people. That, that's a shocker to me. The Twins, actually, but um, yeah. So those are the power rankings from the top two weeks, first two weeks of of baseball. And uh, yeah, I, I thought I was going to have a lot more to talk about, but there really hasn't been that much. I mean, there's been some, um, you know, pitch clock issues. There's been some, you know, questionable calls. Um, that have happened on on batters and on pitchers and uh 
Uh, I know one in particular, uh, I forget who it was, but uh, this pitcher and batter duo was was locked into a contest, and the pitcher decided that he was going to fast pitch him. And so he was just waiting for him to make eye contact with him, and then he was going right away. Just boom, 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 boom. And uh, Buddy was caught off guard by it a little bit. And so what ended up happening was uh, he, he strikes out um, the guy at bat, and he, he, he argues that he wasn't set. He wasn't ready for the pitch, and the pitcher just threw the ball anyway, which should be on the pitcher and not on the batter. Um, yeah. So the umps, you know, they're, they're finding some, some hardships with these new rules. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, we thought that might happen with these new rules. Um, and it's, it's not disappointing that pitchers are really forcing, you know, they're really testing the boundaries of what they can and can't do with this pitch clock. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Uh, I want to see, you know, how that evolves. Um, like I said, I haven't been watching too much baseball. I'm watching the Red Sox games, which have been doing pretty well, pretty well. At least we started well until we faced the, the Rays. Um, then we haven't been doing so hot. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's really baseball's back. I mean, there's games happening all the time. So, um, yeah, yeah. Early season, there's, there's not much to talk about really other than, other than how, how people are doing. So, uh, I can, Mm -hmm. can take a look here at, uh, you know, MLB standings. Currently, I mean, kind of from that, you know, from that power rankings, we have what we have. Uh, you know, the American League, we've got Rays up here at the top of this division, Guardians at the top of the Central. We've got the Rangers at the top of the West. Right behind is the Angels. And the Astros are right there as well, which is funny because the Astros were ranked pretty high in that power ranking we just saw. Um, I mean, over the national side. Off, they started off pretty bad. Yeah. Over on the national side, we've got the Braves up here, which honestly is a surprise to nobody. I guess Philly, you know, they were in the World Series last By year. By the way, um, you're not showing anything on the screen if you're trying to show it. Hmm, I'm not. <laughs> True. It's a good save. It's a good save. Because I'm like, I just like you're like, if you look here, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, you know, this is what happens when I don't take notes. Uh, <laughs> True. This is what happens when I don't take notes. Wait, what does notes have to do with you changing screens? Uh, details. Um, <laughs> so I'll go quickly go over that again. Rays, Guardians, Rangers, Angels, right behind them. Astros down here as well. Uh, that's what you just missed. Then we have the National League, Braves up here, seven and four, followed by the Mets. I mean, all these are going to be pretty close. You know, mm. early season and whatnot. Then you have the Brewers, followed by the Pirates. The Pirates honestly have surprised me a little bit. I don't know why they surprised right me. Too. Yeah, I don't know why they surprised me because we've been we played the Pirates. I think in our second series, just two games, and and they smoked us. They they absolutely yeah, blanked they're, us. They're beating Houston right now, four two in the bottom of the eighth. Yeah, yeah. So Pirates are coming out pretty hot. Yeah. Um, which, like I said, surprises me, but it shouldn't surprise me because I feel like I'm surprised by the Pirates every year. Um, yeah, I feel like the Pirates are one of those teams that you you always expect them to kind of be. A bottom team, right? But then somehow they always like get these surprise wins that you don't expect, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, so then in the NLS, we've got the Diamondbacks, 
followed by the Dodgers and the Padres. Surprised to see the Dodgers and the Padres aren't top, but you know, I was gonna say early. Can I just point out the surprise on this that I have is the the Padres being you know not top. Yep, and the Giants also struggling. True, true. But I mean, these are they're very they're very early. close, very close. Oh, yeah, uh, they're still so, very early. But same yes. with I'm not gonna lie, the Cardinals also up there being a three and seven also yeah. kind of surprises me a little bit. Honestly, yeah, that is pretty surprising. Uh, do they have There's... the lowest? Nope, they don't. Tigers are at two and seven. Athletics are at two and eight. So they don't have the lowest wins, but they have the third lowest wins, tied with the Royals here. So um, honestly, the best division is looks looking like the AL East. I mean, you know, thanks to the Rays with their ten and zero <laughs> perfect start. But even the bottom team, we're both five and five. So I was gonna say, yeah, we're both I mean, this... even. There's no team under. 500 that division looking so, looking kind of scary looking dangerous anyone could anyone could end up last honestly uh and that's that's what's scary about it being the division that has our teams in it yeah exactly it's, it's not like we have a division where we're like oh well our teams are definitely in the playoffs fantastic right no right. this is the most stacked no. division in the entire mlb at the yeah. moment so oh, yeah that, i think uh, that, that division used to only be like a two-way battle for the longest time of just Red Sox and Yankees. Red Sox and Yankees. Oh, now, for sure. It's, in my opinion, I mean, I'd say Baltimore is the weakest one in that. But yeah. even now, Baltimore is starting to step up. Baltimore's been the weakest for a while. But like I said, last last year when Red Sox were last, and I mean, the Red Sox have had their stints of doing really well one year and then being bottom the very next year. So, I mean, there, we are no strangers to being at the bottom, but more, time, more times than not, we're at the top, near the top. So, uh, yeah, yeah. For like you said, for a while there, it was Red Sox, Yankees, Red Sox, Yankees, with the occasional Rays trying to make mm-hmm. a make a bid, and uh, yeah. So the, the Blue Jays coming on strong, and now the Orioles coming on strong. So just a very tight division, and uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. It, it makes you know it makes the person coming out of that division that much more dangerous, you know, because they have mm-hmm. to play these guys all the time. So you're playing Sorry. good teams all the time, and. Uh, yeah, so that's that's how that works. That's how that works. In case you didn't know, if you play good teams, you become a better team. The more you know, <laughs> the more you, that needs to be a soundboard. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's gonna do it for the for the baseball section of the show. Without further ado, Highlander, take it away with the NRL segment of the show. Once again, we do not have Regal here, unfortunately, um, working again. But he did give us some good news that he's hoping that that will come to an end soon and that he will join us again for round seven to come, hopefully. Uh, We we won't hold him to it. But, uh, yeah, so keep your fingers crossed for Regal next week. But, Islander, what happened this week? We had some crazy matches. We we definitely did have some crazy matches. We started off the season. Or... <laughs> the season. We started off, we started the, off the, the week. week. Yeah, that's that's Man. what I meant to say. Yeah, my flusteredness <clears throat> is just transferring to you, isn't it? Yeah, it, I can feel your flusteredness yeah. just hit me, and it just Good. yeah. So we started off the week with Storm Roosters. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this game was gonna be a lot closer. Yeah, me too. Um, but the storm, the storm are starting to show why. They're a top team. Yeah, every year they're yeah. they're they're starting the show. The Roosters, 
still showing that they need work. Yeah. I mean, a quick little 28 day. I mean, there's not really much really talking that besides just it was a one sided game. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, it was. Uh, moving on to the next game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Bulldogs versus the Bunnies. Getting obliterated. And uh, yeah, this game was also a blowout. Um, as the Bunnies won 50 to 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, there was one point where the Bulldogs scored first. And I messaged Regal saying, yeah, I'm not waking up for the Bunnies anymore. <laughs> and then two seconds later, the game changed. It was yeah. all because the Bunnies were about to score. They did a pass to someone. Uh, I think it was to Tom Burgess, to be exact. Mm-hmm. And he dropped and he knocked it on. Yeah. Immediately from like five meters away from scoring. And then off the scrum, the Bulldogs took it like 95 meters the other way for a try mm-hmm. in one play. And I was just like, all right, well, this is how this game is going. Fantastic. And instead, Austin Latrell Mitchell in his 150th career game scores the hat trick mm-hmm. in this game. And I think Campbell Graham also got a hat trick in this game. It wouldn't make, it make sense. No, oh, yeah, there was there was there was a lot of scoring, and it was a lot of one sided scoring. Yes. Moving on to the next game, we had the Dolphins versus the Cowboys. This game was insane. This was a game again. I had the Cowboys winning this game. Yeah, yeah. Just because I, mean, I, especially because it was in Queensland as well. Like, when is it? Whenever it's in Townsville. Well, of course it's Queensland. Of course it is. But um. In Townsville, for the Cowboys, usually when the Cowboys play at home, they usually win. So yeah. last year they were they were really good at home last year. Right, right. This game, the Dolphins. Yeah. This just... game, I actually watched. I watched not live. I watched a, a replay of it, and mm. I was blown away by the Dolphins' offense in the first yeah. half. They just they came out, and I'm pretty sure it was like twenty four to eight or something, or twenty four to six. After the first half, and I was just like, the Dolphins are just blowing this team out of the water. It's not even close. And then the Cowboys come back, and the Dolphins just forget how to play defense. And, oh, yeah. like, it, it became a game. Uh, the Dolphins only won by 10 here because of a little fumble at the end of the game by the Cowboys. If that fumble didn't happen, I'm sure they would have went down and tied the game and at least went <sighs> into Golden Point. But, um, That's- yeah, so I was watching the game, and I was a little bored. I was working from home that day, so I'm just like, I'll turn on this this game replay, and Dolphins are going crazy, and all of a sudden, here comes the Cowboys in the second half, like they own the place, because they do. They're at home. <laughs> yeah, and, true. Uh, they remember that they were at home, I guess, and they're just like, wait, we have fans to, you know, to root to, to root for us. We should give them a show, and they did, until they didn't, and then uh, they yeah, dropped well. the ball at the very end, and, you know, transferred possession, and uh, the, the Dolphins took advantage of that one. I'm pretty sure that was one of their only scores in the uh, in, in the second half. Um, yeah, so a, a full try. I think they only got one full try, like in. Well, if it was twenty-four to eight. Half. Yeah, yeah. Because a try and a conversion is six points. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think they did get a what's it called a field goal? Is that what it is? Oh yeah, field I, th- goal, I think yeah. they did get one of those as well to extend their lead to a full try because it was like. Or was it a penalty kick? It might have been a penalty kick. Now that you say that, I'm not. I'm kind of like I said. I was working at the time, so like near the end, I was like, "Oh, they get some extra points here. That's good." Um, 
But yeah, they were just a try and a, and a converted, was it a converted try when you get all six points? Is that what it is? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Converted yeah. try. Yeah. So they were just a converted try away from ke- tying the game. The Cowboys were. And uh, like I said, they should have done it, but they ended up dropping the ball on, on, the, on the kickoff. What, what, one kickoff. I don't know exactly what happened, but the Dolphins kicked it off to the Cowboys and they dropped you it. Never, you never want to do a knock on. You no. never do. No. So yeah, that was a crazy game. That's a crazy game. Moving on to the next game, another crazy blowout of a game, which, I mean, there's, I'm pretty sure Regal and I both said that we could see the Eagles making this a competitive game. Yeah. Uh, well, I think Penrith is back. Penrith is back. I mean, the last two weeks, they've just blown out their opponents, and it hasn't been close. I mean, yeah, this is, again, this is this is in Penrith. Yeah. So they're the home team. Mm-hmm. And um, this is the Panthers that we've seen the last two seasons and why they've won back-to-back championships. Yeah. This is the Penrith now that I'm looking at going, all right, this team could three-peat. Mm-hmm. They're starting to get informed. They're starting to get those wins. This is the Panthers team that's scary. Again, it's, it's scary. There's not really much to talk about in this game because, well. 44-12. This is, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't a close game. It was a blowout. Was that two converted tries? Is that all they got? Um, I believe so. Yeah, probably. Versus the the six just, that the Panthers got or something. I just know fantasy point wise, this was not a good game for a lot not of players. Good. Manly, not good. Uh, going to the next game. This was this was the shocker Surprise. of of the weekend right here. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders went into SunCorp and beat the Broncos twenty to fourteen. Absolutely wild. I didn't watch this game, but I saw that they won, and I was like, how's that possible? I woke up, seen the score of this game, and went, the Raiders upset? Excuse me? <laughs> Literally. Especially because I'm like, the Broncos, the way they've been playing, what did they do? <laughs> like, they had to fumble it. at some, like, They fumbled the bag in this game somehow at some point, because again, this team has been dominant. In every form of the game, hundred percent. Whenever you watch the Broncos, the past games, they've dominated offensively. They've mm-hmm. dominated defensively. For them to lose twenty to fourteen and only put up fourteen points, yeah, against a Raiders team that, in my opinion, they should have destroyed, mm-hmm. blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely wild. Like this is one of those games with Raider fans, you walk away happy because. There's a good shot. You're never. You're not going to have another upset like this the rest of the season. Right. Um. Right. Moving on from that, we get to the Titans Dragon, mm-hmm. where this came down to what seems a very exciting ending. I gotta say. Yeah. So I mean, the Titans again get another win. That's huge for the Titans. Massive. Um, Titans fans have been going crazy there in Seabus Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh. After being in that stadium, I can say, yeah, the, the Titans fans, they, they're they loyal to their, their, their team. Mm-hmm. Even when their team was competing for last, last season. And the crazy thing about it is, is this Titans team is actually doing what the Dolphins are doing, basically, and getting these wins that people don't really expect. Yeah. And it's it's making the ladder this year really... Really interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Dragons again, they'll lose another one where it's a close game. 
The dragons were there. They could have done it. Yeah. But they lost it again. Yeah, they the dragons are fighting their opponents close every single game. Yeah. And like that's it's gotta be heartbreaking to keep losing so close. Right, right. But at the same then, time, like is that kind of good because you're at least putting up fights, you know, you're you know you have it in you to, to squeak out a win versus just getting obliterated. You know, like so Yeah. It all depends. Either you get obliterated and you're just like, Okay, that wasn't our good our good our greatest game. Let's just move on and forget about mm. this. But you're right, those close games can weigh you weigh you down if if you keep losing them. Yeah, because like, what do I gotta do? Just, <laughs> Cause yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, we're there, but we just weren't good enough to be there. Right, exactly. Exactly. What are we doing wrong? Yeah. And this is whereas like at least when you're blown you get blown out, you're like, we just sucked. Yeah. Well, there's there is no part of us that was great. Right. We look bad here, we look bad there. So you lose this game, you're like, we were that we we did good. Right. We were competed. Yeah. We just couldn't finish. Mm-hmm. How do we fix that? It's a lot harder to like sit down and go, all right, well, this is how we fix this. Right. Yeah, it's just another heartbreaking one for the Dragons. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, congratulations to the Titans. Mm-hmm. Big home win. Uh, moving on to the Knights Warriors game. Uh, this one we see in the Knights win 34 to 24 over the Warriors, where Tamari Martin, who just came back, got re injured in this game and is now out, I think they said, for two months. Yeah. I mean, the Warriors now lose their halfback for even longer. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I think when Regal said that he sees the Warriors falling at some point, mm-hmm. I think we're at that stage. I think we might start seeing the Warriors start to collapse a bit. Yeah, go down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the Knights again, it's shocking. Um, going into this week, I think I had. The Warriors beating the Knights, mm-hmm. just because the Warriors have been pulling some crazy games up, and I'm like, oh yeah, against the Knights, Warriors should have it easily, right? But yeah, no injuries just seem like it took a toll on the Warriors, mm-hmm. and the Knights end up taking that one into the sunset. Big win for the Knights, though. And yeah, moving on to the to the last game of the week. We had the Tigers versus the Eels, where the Eels picked up a much needed win, twenty eight to twenty two. Love it. Um, again, it's one of those games where the Tigers were there again. Yep, they were competing, but the Tigers just have to ask the question of what is wrong, because again, the Tigers just weren't fully there. Yeah. I mean, again, it was a closer game than a lot of their games. And it should have been. Closer yeah, game than I mean, it should have been. Again, the Eels also have to kind of look and say, what do we have to do here to get back to our form? Yes, exactly. Because the Eels are still struggling to where, even with this win, I'm looking at the Eels going, can they make the eight when they're still barely getting these wins? Like, they're, right. they're still having these games where you're like, why are they so close? Right. Which I mean, you have a top team here. Yeah. When I saw that the Eels only beat them by a try, I was like, what's going on here? And I believe I'm correct in saying this, that 
this wasn't the story of the entire game. Like the West Tigers came back on oh, the no. Eels. I'm pretty sure. Um, so, you know, it's kind it of shouldn't have happened. Uh, should be able to see this. It shouldn't have happened. Oh, no. Some sort of like box score or anything like that. Um, team stats. No. Play by play would probably help play, a little yeah, bit. True. True. Wait, is this from the very? Oh, this is from, from the okay. end. Yeah. Okay. 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 Wait, did the Eels have to come back? Hold on. No. So let's see. So no. here the Eels get a try. They're up four nothing. Yeah. They get the conversion. They're up six. Yeah, they go up quite a lot. And Twelve. Yeah. Twelve to six. Yeah. Right before half. Eighteen to six. Yeah. Twenty-two to six. Yeah. See. Yeah. Twenty-two to ten. Right after half is when the the Tigers started making their comeback. Twenty-two fourteen. Yeah, and it it became a game. Twenty-two sixteen. Yeah. Twenty-two twenty. Yeah, exactly. And then twenty-eight twenty. Yeah. And then yeah, they they mostly got the penalty shot. Yeah. Which yeah, which Sivo had a pretty good game. Sivo had two two tries for us on the on that left side. So without him, that's that's a different game for us. That's just it's a different game. And like I like, like I said, I mean yes. Good job. You won. You got to win. But for one, you won against the West Tigers, which should have been automatic. And they almost came back on you. Like, what is up with the Eels forgetting how to play defense or just not caring about defense? I mean, you can't just rely on your offense all the time because defense exists for other teams. (laughs) Oh, no. crazy. Still Still completely defeated, the West Tigers. And... Yeah, you should not have any trouble with this. You shouldn't have any trouble with this team. This is a t- this I was gonna point out the West Tigers should not be 0-6. No. Like with the with the players they picked up in the offseason and everything, this this West Tigers team should be like around this area, in my opinion. Yeah. Being done here 0-6 is just mm-hmm. I like I mean looking at this ladder. Broncos up at number one. Panthers stormed back to make it to number two. They did. Storm at number three. Dolphins, though, still hang on to fourth. Mm-hmm. Warriors dropping down as they go down to fifth. Titans up to sixth. Roosters dropped to seventh. That's what I'm out. Manly, who was in the lead at one point. They were. They were, they were tied with they're the Dolphins. Now, they're now outside of the nine. Yeah. Like, that's just something you don't expect. Yeah. Especially, like, look at their points for and points against. Yeah, super close. Whereas, like, look at their team, like, the Bunnies and the Sharks. Mm-hmm. Teams who have scores lines that you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, look, the Roosters. Mm-hmm. They're in the eight with that. Yeah, getting completely outscored. But winning when it matters, I guess. They're, yeah, not really putting up many points. I think they're the only no. team that has. Nope, never mind. Never mind. I was going to point out them and the, the Tigers. The Tigers only have four less points for yeah. the Roosters. And the Roosters are all the way up in seven. But they have like 80 more points scored against. Yeah. Well, yeah. Apparently the Roosters, the Roosters like a lot of uh, close, close games, games by the looks of it. Yeah. 
in which they barely come out on top. Oh yeah. So that's 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 the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, going into this week, mm. we've got the start off this week. We have the Dolphins, um, playing the Bunnies in SunCorp. Uh, they're going to be borrowing the uh, Broncos Stadium for this one. Honestly, I feel like this should be a Bunnies win. It should be. Should be. Mm. Um, just for the fact that even like if the sports bet even has like. The bunnies are the favorite. Yeah. Um, the bunnies know how to take advantage of your injuries, which is what we did against the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. We knew where their weakest spot was was their forward pack. So guess what we did? Yep. We attacked their forward pack, and the Bulldogs ended up getting down before they could even like count what was happening. Yeah. Um. Then you have the Sharks Roosters. This should be a game. Hmm. I'm taking the Sharks, though, in this one. I just think the Sharks are coming off the bye after their win with Nico Hines and all that stuff, and then going to buy. I think coming out of it, I think the Sharks win and get their, their place in the top eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Manly versus Storm. After what just happened to Manly against Penrith. And I mean, as of right now, Manly's on a two-game losing streak, if I remember correctly, because I think they played the Bunnies and then they played Penrith. Um, I think that's what just happened. Yeah, I think. Um, I think that with that, they continue their losing streak and lose the storm. Maybe. I think the storm. I think the storm are just they're starting the gel. Yeah. And I did, I did see earlier in the day today that there was there's going to be some roster changes for mm. the storm, um, with injuries. Their their center, their main center. I believe. Uh, Olam? Who? Olam? Mm, maybe not. Uh, Meany? No. Uh, Meany is their fullback right now. Munster's their half. Uh, yeah. W- one of those guys is getting switched around to fullback, I believe it said. Um, once again, something I can't find, even though I just found it earlier today. Um, so... So yeah, like with that and with without Pappenhausen, like that, you know, the article said something about like the storm not having a great time of things <laughs> and on the injury front lately. So maybe it'll be a closer game than we think. Maybe maybe Seagulls can finally speak out a win here. Uh yeah, I just I don't know. The thing about the storm and with their coach is even with injuries, mm-hmm. that coach produces some of the greatest talent to come out of there. Again, yeah. Nico Hines, who's a star for the Sharks, I know, mm-hmm. came from the Storm. Adokar, who's a, who's a strong winger for uh, the Bulldogs, who got sadly got injured against the Bunnies last week and is now out for a really long time. But he was a product of the Storm. It's just a thing where the Storm are, are really good at making names out of people, to where I, I have confidence that I think they can get out of that game with a, with a win. Um, Manly has this very bad situation where, like, just uh, there's moments where they just they go on losing streaks. Yeah, and I think this is the one of the where it just continues. I think it will be a close game, but I think Storm pulled it off in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warriors Cowboys. The Cowboys get Nani back. Yeah. Um, 
This is also in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So it's a Warriors home game. I was going to point out, the betting odds tells you how close the betting close. people think that it's going to yeah. be. I feel like with the Cowboys being a full, healthy team. Yeah, I feel like the Cowboys get this year. And the Warriors not being a full, healthy team. I think the Cowboys pull off the win there. Mm-hmm. I would um, agree. Again, the Warriors could shock me. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they've already shocked us enough this season. I think it's yeah, I think that's... time for them to go back, <laughs> go back down. Knights, Panthers. Well, Panthers are going to destroy this. Yeah, I think I think we know how this is going to go. Maybe not destroy, but they should win at least. At the very I least. think we might see Nathan Clear get another 100 point fantasies. I mean, we we saw that. I mean, we thought that from the Broncos too, but then they lost to the Raiders. Yeah, but at the same time. The Panthers last two weeks with their destruction. Right. Once the Panthers get in gear, they really do play like no other team. Yeah. And that's the thing that's really scary. And I think this is the week where they really push the Broncos to the limit of like, we're here. Don't mm-hmm. mess up. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, speaking of the Broncos, we get this rivalry game in Seabus yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Broncos versus Titans. Now, every time this game is played, it's always a really close, tough game. Mm. As as you can see, again, the betting thing says that the Broncos are the favorites. I mean, I would would hope they would say that. Should say. I have the Broncos winning this. Golden point. No. Hmm. I have the Broncos just winning this because mm. I think it'll be one of those things where I think the first half will be close. It'll be one of those games where they're hitting each other. They're, you know, not really scoring much, maybe a couple tries in the first half. But then I feel like the second half is going to be one of those games where the Broncos just do what they always do this season. Just run wild on the second half or to be a pun here. They're going to gallop into the try zone multiple times in the uh, second half. Now, there's your one pun for the day. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I think this is going to be a Broncos victory, but it's going to oh, be a golden point victory. Golden point victory. Long okay. golden point victory. Long, okay. Mm-hmm. Nearly a tie, but I think Broncos are going to pull it out in the end. Oh, okay, okay. This game is a toss-up, I'd say. Yeah. Raiders hosting the Dragons. Coming off that big win. Against the Broncos. And the Dragons are a team that keeps getting those close ones. They keep getting those close losses. Mm-hmm. Can the Dragons turn those close losses into a win finally? Is it going to be more of the same? On the, the road. Dragons? But I think... I think the Raiders win this. Yeah. Just because, again, they're coming off a win in Suncorp against the top team. Then you go to home game. I think when you add that together, the Raider fans are going to be loud. Mm-hmm. That's going to get the whole team just fired up. And I, playing against the Dragons, I think they get that win. Yeah. I agree. I think the Raiders are getting their second win in a row here. Oh, yeah. And then the last game of the week, the Eels get it again. The Eels will host the Bulldogs. Now, this game, this game could be a golden point game. 
could be. And the Eels are the favorites. They favored it by quite a bit. But I feel like it's one of those things again where the Eels should win this game. Right. But I'm going to make the Bulls name and say the Bulldogs go in the town and beat them. Ooh. Golden point. Just because I do feel like it could go to Golden Point. I just feel like Matt Burton is starting to build up a little confidence with the Bulldogs recently. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Bulldogs themselves are starting to feel a little bit more confidence with themselves. Even though they just lost to the Bunnies mm-hmm. badly. I feel like this is one of those games where they, they got to come out here and go, we got to look at that 50 to 16 loss. We got to push that behind us. Right. We got to move forward. Make a statement. And remind everyone who we are. Mm-hmm. And the way the Eels are such a pushover such team. Up and, yeah, such an up and down team. I feel like the Bulldogs win this, right. but it's going to be a tight game. Right. I mean, especially if the Bulldogs come out and they're physical, like they have mm-hmm. been at the beginning of this season already. Like, it's, it's not going to go well for the Eels. Because like I said, our, our defensive prowess just has, is not fair, especially early. Like, it just isn't there. Or at some point in the game, it just, it's going to go away. Our defensive mm-hmm. presence, whatever one we have, is going to go away. And it just depends on how much the Bulldogs capitalize on that opportunity. And if they either come back to win or they just pull ahead in a deficit that we can't come back from, that just seems like the, that's the way the Eels have gone this whole season. So, I mean, here's the thing. Like I said, is it going to be a close game that could be a golden point game? Mm-hmm. Or this, it's a close game all through the first half? Second half comes out, and because it was close in the first half, the Bulldogs just run wild in the second half and just blow out the Eels in the second half. One of those two things is going to happen. It's possible. And that's why the Eels need to play top-notch, I think, in the first half to make the game close. Yeah. Because if they, again, if this game ends like 8-6 to at halftime, Mm -hmm. I feel like Bulldogs are taking it in the second half by a lot. Right. Because the Eels, for some reason, like you said, just crumble. They just shut down in the second half. But then again, yeah. though, the Bulldogs have done that a couple times too, though, in the second half. Mm. So these are both teams that do, for some reason, shut off a little bit in the second half. Yeah. Because there's been a couple times where the Bulldogs are blowing out a team, and then that team comes back in the second half. It makes it closer than it should be. Mm-hmm. That's why, that, again, that's why I think this game will be close slash possible golden point. Hmm. And then, yeah, the West Tigers are the team with the bye this week. They get their bye. They get to sit down and not get beaten by anyone. And, well, they're, they're going to get beaten just by a <laughs> by coach. Instead of, yeah. just, the coach is just going to beat them instead of an actual player because you got to do something. There needs to be some kind of change thing. Right. To just 0-6 is not a start you want, especially no. when you won the wooden spoon this year before for being the worst team. Mm-hmm. There's no way... You should be competing to win the golden spoon or the wooden spoon, not the golden spoon, the wooden spoon <laughs> two years in a row. Especially because last year was the first time the, the Tigers ever won the wooden spoon. Mm. And now they have a chance to win back to back. Not a good look. That doesn't bode well. No. I think it's time for the esports report. It's time. It is time. What do, we, what do we got going on in the esports? Well, in esports, mm-hmm. what we have going on is a lot of finals 
going on. True. And uh, so, as we were speaking, a couple episodes ago, four episodes ago now, to be uh, certain, uh, episode two, we talked about the RLCS Winter Major, and uh, the the Winter Major took place this past weekend. Um, and, I mean... You know, it was it was it was a crazy weekend of of Rocket League, in which we saw Carmen Corp take the victory over Phase Clan. And if you will, if you also remember, um, if you also remember from last uh, from that episode, episode two, uh, Highlander and I called this happening. We called this happening. Not, not entirely calling it happening, but we called it that it was going to be a Carmen Corp phase final. Let's check this out. But my early take for this winner of the winner major, I think Carmen Corp comes out and they take this. Ooh. Carmen Corp. I mean, they're they're always sort of there in the in the conversation of a really good team and, and winning stuff uh, in the RLCS as of late. And so I think they can come out and take this. Yes. And then Highlander went on to say right after that, that he thinks Space Clan is going to go and, and win it. And uh, I said, yeah, that could be the final. That could be the final. It could be Carmen Corp versus Phase Clan. And that's what it was. It was Carmen Corp versus Phase Clan where Carmen Corp takes down Phase uh, in game six. Uh, they they win four to two over over phase, and uh, yeah, cement their dominance over a phase team that has been red hot as of late, winning uh, you know pro ams and open tournaments, and um, you know winning uh, a lot of the past stuff, looking like a team to really not mess around with. And uh, but in this final, uh, Carmen Corp just came out and they just obliterated the uh the phase clan defense pretty much uh the phase might have set a record for the amount of saves that they had to make in this grand final i know carmen corp set a record for a grand finals uh goals total uh in which they beat phase clan seven to zero in game four i believe uh game four or game five one of the two um yeah they they come out and they just obliterated them seven to nothing and it was it it was just crazy um but um the defensive player from phase who got the defensive player of the major was uh missed in which i I don't even know how many saves he had in that final it should be illegal to have to count that high for the amount of saves that he had to get and i mean phase as a whole just had to get so many saves um, like I said, even in that seven to nothing game, they still saved the they still saved eight of those goals. So um, yeah, the amount of offense that Carmen Corp came out with and just completely obliterated them was it just it seemed unfair. Even even the the games that Phase won, uh, they were still getting pummeled on their defensive end, and they just happened to hold the line and hold strong. In the in those games, missed the defensive player was the the factor in which he had like five six saves. And he was just everywhere on that goal line. So, um, yeah, re- really good grand final. Um, really good stuff out of, out of Carmen Corp. The Blue Wall, uh, if, for those of you who didn't know, they're called the Blue Wall, not the Green Wall of Optic, but the Blue Wall. 
and they were there before Optic came into the RLCS. So sort of like the blue wall were was the OG wall of Rocket League. So that's kind of crazy. Um, you know, whenever Carmen Corp and Optic go up to, against each other, you know, blue wall versus the green wall, and uh, the green wall gets smashed every single time. But um, yeah, so that was that was the the Rocket League winner major that just wrapped up. Uh, we just wrapped up the second week of the Call of Duty League. Um, yes, we did. In which we had those bounty matches um, that happened this this week. And uh, take a look here at the the standings for this major as it loads. There we go. Um, Optic improved to 3-0. Um, this major just looking absolutely dominant as they defeated the LA Thieves in their last match uh, on Sunday, which honestly was more clinical than I thought it was going to be. I had, I had LAT winning that 3-2. I thought I was I was making a bold claim there, and I was wrong. Um, Minnesota Rocker, as we said last week, were 2-0, but then they lost their match. So it looks like that land environment did help them that first week. And uh, who knows what they'll what they'll pull out as? Um, we'll we'll see the remaining matches here in a second. Um, subliners or phase there also two and one. A lot of teams two and one as you can see. Uh, third down through eighth here, uh, all two and one. So with Ultra getting their first win against Florida, which Florida is looking like the major three rocker at the moment 0 and 4 um not having a great not having a great time is florida and neither's neither's lag uh here at 0 and 3 so not great for those guys uh just rough a rough couple majors for them honestly and uh, i don't think they can do much to to stop the bleeding i mean like we said last week vickel came in for uh havoc and that hasn't gone to plan. Um, I mean, you compare the two guys, Vickle versus Havoc, and Havoc takes the cake every single time. Havoc was their superstar, and mm. so Havoc gets benched, and who do you have? I mean, you have Capsule, but not really. I mean, Capsule I mean, has his moments, but... So to point out, speaking of Capsule, there was a point where that man was 8-22. and 22. Yep. So... When you're when you're eight and twenty two, you're just at that point. You might as well put the controller down and just not even move because you're not you're not really helping your team at all. No, you're not. You're not. And I mean, yeah. So Toronto Ultra, like I said, they they got their win of the major, first win of the major, and that which came against shocking, Florida. Right? That came against Florida, which everyone was on their uh, their butts about winning against Florida. Which I mean, it was a bounty match they did win an extra 10k from that but at the same time you beat florida and uh yeah. they were absolutely way. hyped about it uh the the toronto boys were which you know i could see that you, you're zero and two you're not feeling good about yourself so you just came off of that crazy dominant win back in major three uh to go zero and two it, it feels good to get your first win of, of the major you know put yourself back on track even if it is against a completely terrible team um but I mean, the amount of, of flack that they got for for celebrating that three zero win, uh, kind of undeserved, but kind of deserved. They're they're very they're a very cocky team. Toronto is so they can get a little carried away. Because after winning the last, you know, the major three, right? Exactly. And you come out and you start off 
oh and two that's just yeah yeah it's kind of shocking crazy. uh yeah so looking up to week three of the major four um which is hosted uh by uh the rockers um so yeah week three we've got toronto versus vegas uh which vegas shocked everybody by losing to london um recently which shouldn't have happened because london is a terrible team as we all know and firmly believe uh but vegas has this weird thing of playing up to teams and playing down to teams so they definitely uh displayed their knack to play down to teams uh when they played london and they lost to them so hopefully they can play up to toronto's standards and get a win there um we have LAG versus Texas, which the way Texas is looking, they're honestly looking like like Toronto did uh, at at major three. So uh, t- Texas is my early pick for te- major four winner. I mean, coming so close in major three and just continuing their dominance here in major four qualifiers. I mean, it's it's hard to root against them, honestly. Um, so then we have Atlanta versus Minnesota. That one's also kind of a no brainer, in my opinion. Uh, Moving on to Saturday, we've got London, New York, Florida, Vegas, Boston, Texas, Atlanta, Seattle. Um, you know these guys. New York should win. Vegas should win. Texas should win. Atlanta should. Actually, that one's more of a toss-up. That's more of a toss-up for sure. Um, especially if Seattle can come out hot in those respawns. But um, Sunday, Seattle versus LAG, Minnesota versus LAT, and New York versus Boston. So looking at a Seattle. LAT, New York. But that one's also more of a toss-up. So, uh, also big big news coming out. Uh, the Call of Duty League reached a deal with both Twitch and YouTube for the remainder of this year, Smart. where they will stream on both platforms. Because uh, as of right now, they didn't have a contract with either. They were just moving to Twitch because better audience. Um, so now they are back on both platforms, which is nice because you're not. You know, you're not losing the the fans and the viewership of Twitch, but you also get a better viewing experience over on YouTube if you want if you want it. The ability to play and pause, the ability to rewind at ease, and um, you know, it's it's, it's just a it's it's a really good move on on the Call of Duty League's part um, to to do this. So, uh, Mr. Zesty, hello, welcome. Right in the middle of the esports report. Um, yeah, so looking here, another little interesting stat that I found from Breaking Point. Um, top three teams all have the same record this season. Atlanta, Toronto, and Texas all sitting here at 20 and 11. Uh, wow. Which is very intriguing. Uh, the points are kind of interesting since FaZe and Ultra won a major. But that's kind of a testament to Optic, though, because they haven't won a major yet. But um, you know they're they're still hanging in there, which is why I, I feel it's just either this this major or next major. I don't care which. Optic is winning one. I I really believe that, and um, you know it it's just it just seems inevitable. I don't know uh, the the way that they've that they've been playing as of late. So mm-hmm. um, I know you have the Overwatch stuff up, Highlander. So. Uh, I do. If you want to take us through the the Overwatch portion of what happened, fantastic! I can I, I, I got this. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, yeah, this uh, past weekend, we had the Pro-Am playoff part, I guess you would call it. Um, We started off with a Florida Mayhem versus London, where the Mayhem won 3-0 to stay undefeated at that moment. Uh, We had a shocking upset with Toronto beating Boston. Um, Me being new to the Overwatch League, uh, I didn't know it was an upset, but coming from a lot of the casters and stuff, this was indeed a shocking upset to see Boston lose to Toronto. Mm. Um, We then had the Houston Outlaws beat the San Francisco Shock 3-2. And then another upset was the Gladiators beating the Atlanta Reign 3-2. Yeah, that was a sad Um, showing from Atlanta. A lot of people said that they thought Atlanta was going to win that one. They should have. Instead, the Gladiators pulled an upset. And the run-up half time. Then they go, we go to the second round, where Florida 3-0 Toronto, where a lot of people did not have Florida winning this round at all. Florida came out again, 3-0. Um, Gladiators pull another upset, beating the Houston Outlaws 3-2, to where in the grand finals, uh, the Mayhem just started off really strong. Uh, they started off with a two, I think it was a 2-0 lead to start the series. Then I think it was a 2-1. Then I believe they went 3-1 and it was 3-2 and then 4-2. But yeah, Florida, the Florida Mayhem take the Pro-Am, the first tournament of the year. And with that, the Florida Mayhem have not lost a game so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, as people who have been here know, uh, when we first started talking about going for, you know, to cover the Overwatch League, um, JT said he was going, he, he's an Atlanta Rain fan. I am. And I, I decided to choose on the spot of a team. I decided to stick with a Florida team for the first time ever. And I can say that the first Pro-Am, it wasn't a bad uh, choice, honestly. Um, no, it wasn't. It was right. good to see the Mayhem get the win. They looked really good. Um, someone, great tank. The the way he just dives onto the opponents of Winston is just the whole team together just looked amazing. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens as the year goes on. Um, I'm not quite sure when the actual next full like. Do we know when the next? actual thing begins i'm not sure um, um i know that the program happened yeah um i'm pretty sure the 20th of the season, april 27th mm-hmm. so the season will start the 27th so i'm excited to see what happens with that whole situation we're in, um, obviously there's a few Overwatch teams that didn't compete in the Pro-Am. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see once everyone's competing and seeing how things go. Um, again, uh, looking at this craziness, 
you this this year so far in Overwatch, they changed a lot of things up, so it's a little bit more confusing this year for new people. Mm. But um, they just they added more things to do with it to make it more exciting. Which yeah. I mean, as an esports person, we all like when esports gets more exciting and it's not just the same same old same old thing over and over again. Right. Like I like the fact that they allowed teams from just randomness to compete to have a chance to play against the top teams. Yeah, I like that. I mean, sadly, none of them did super fantastically, but of course, do we really expect a team to come out and go up against one of these like top pro teams and do great? I mean, I don't think anybody really expects that. I mean, these they're pro teams for a reason. Mm. But yeah, I look forward to following the rest of the season up on that. Uh, the Pro-Am was an exciting thing to watch. And uh, yeah, anything anything else esports-wise there, JT? Um, we had some Halo news coming on. Ooh, um, okay. Halo news in the fact of, uh, you know, like like a schedule actually coming out. Okay. I'm trying to pull up, but it's being very uh, annoying mm. right now. But I know that there are a couple of majors planned. I know there's an Optic Texas major coming, and then they have it all the way mapped out until like June, July of 2023 for the World Championship. Maybe August, actually, mm. the World Championship. But um, I know FaZe is hosting something after the Optic major. So there's some exciting stuff coming. Uh, you know, because like I said before, I couldn't find anything on the Halo front. And so I finally found stuff an actual, you know, an actual schedule um, mm. as of things going on. But, I mean, as you can see, I'm not lying. I promise it's just loading. There's nothing here. <laughs> it's loading and thinking, and there's nothing I can do about it. I think the site might be down. But, uh, yeah, that's that's how that's going to work. Uh, see if that works. Nope, still spinning. Um, anyway, that's yeah, that's really all I have for the Halo news. Um trying to think if we missed anything. I don't think we did. Rocket League, Halo, Overwatch, COD. We we checked all of our boxes. Yeah. I mean, next week Highlander will have a League of Legends recap that was uh that that will be given to him and shoved down his throat and given him no chance to deny it. So look look for that coming next week for all of you League you of Legends fans. Well, the good news is I I'll have a nice little script written for me, so that'll be nice. Yes, I, I'll, I'll end up sounding professional, like I know what I'm talking about, right. even though I probably will not know anything of what I'm saying. All you but, gotta you know do what? is look into the camera and look pretty, like you always and, do. Yeah, and, and you know, say it with chest. Exactly. For all I know, I could get thrown into like a curveball, and the script might say something wrong on purpose to make me look like a, a fool. You but, never you know. know. Again, you know, I say it with confidence. People will believe me. It's... They will. Yeah, they'll be like, you'll be like, you know what? Faker, he's trash. Absolute trash can player. Don't even know like, who that yeah, is, but right. yeah. He's like one of the best in the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> Without any further ado, thank you all so much for watching. And for listening to episode number seven, uh, had a great show, and we hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, feel free to let us know that you enjoyed it by liking this video on spot or 
Spotify. Video is on Spotify, so I'm not crazy. But um, video is on Spotify and on YouTube. If you like this and you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like the video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and uh, hit that bell to make sure that you always get notified as to when we upload new edited versions of the podcast. Um, feel free to check us out over here on twitch.tv slash offthecuffpod where we go live with this show every single Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Follow us right now if you're here and you haven't followed us yet. Um, so you're always alerted as when we go live with the next uh, live version of the show. Um, and if you are listening on the audio sites that we are on, you can, one, find those at anchor.fm slash offthecuffcast. And if you are listening, we thank you so much, and we ask that you add us to your list of, of shows and podcasts uh, so you are also alerted as to when we upload new podcasts. Um, you can find our Twitter and our Discord links down below in the descriptions, um, you know, where all the information is. And, uh, yeah, with that said, I mean, I'm JT, and he's Highlander, and that's going to do it for the show.